So this episode is a solo and it's going to focus on my undergrad, grad school, and brief unemployment experience and just basically leading up to where I'm at today. And this collective journey has been over the last eight years. I graduated high school in 2015. So if my math is off, don't be surprised, but I'm pretty sure it's been eight years. And I intentionally wanted to make this the first episode of my podcast because it's one of the reasons why I even started doing this. I truly feel like my experiences can speak to others and Bagels With is all about relatability. And funnily enough, I've actually had conversations recently where our mental health was shared between us. Um, And I've always been a pretty open book about what I've gone through mentally and with transferring colleges and yada, yada, yada. So I think it's super important to be transparent and speak my truth on my podcast. And I think this entire experience of mine also speaks to the fact that social media is a literal highlight reel. Like for example, when I was at one of the saddest points in my life in 2017, I was also voted best personality at summer camp. And I definitely post that on my Instagram story. So I feel like Although I don't really touch on that in the episode, it's definitely a fact that I want to remain in our minds. I originally wanted to dive deep into my post-grad school journey, but I feel like in order to do that, I need to provide the backstory and talk about undergrad too. So I'll talk about undergrad quite a bit in this episode, but just to touch on what I said before, I can literally remember constantly thinking that this girl is so happy at her school and This girl is posting X, Y, and Z on Instagram, and why aren't I feeling this way? And I can remember this conversation happening with my friend and her mom when I was an undergrad, and I was just distraught. I I could not understand why my college experience wasn't picture perfect. And I really struggled with not understanding why I was not happy. And I would try so hard to convince myself and others that I was happy when I wasn't. With that being said, let's have a bit of story time and rewind to undergrad. So around April of my senior year of high school, I started seeing this older guy and he was the brother of one of my friends at the time and we met just hanging out at their house one night and I was 17 and he was 22 at the time. And I can remember thinking how I thought he was so smart. You know, he was older. He was in medical school overseas. And that was just so cool. And now that I'm older myself and able to look back on this relationship, there were so many red flags. There was so much unhealthiness that went on. And I was 17. I was not even in college yet. So I truly don't know what he saw in me. And I sympathize with my younger self for being so blind because I refuse to listen to anyone. Okay. I didn't listen to my dad. I didn't listen to my friends. I was just like, he is amazing. And I was going to summer B and instead of being excited about this new chapter in my life, you know, I was going to college with my best friend. I would just cry and cry all the time. And one to two weeks into summer B, which is supposed to be like this incredible time in your life. All I would do was cry about missing my boyfriend. I was truly a fucking wreck. And in therapy, I've talked about this time in my life a lot. And I've come to realize that I actually struggle with adapting and change. And I remember seeing on Tumblr like, ooh, I have a hard time with change. But like, no, I actually do. And when it comes to things that I freely choose to do, it's very different. Like Rich and I moved into an apartment together. No problem doing that. But when it came to college, it was like the inner child within me was incredibly scared and 
unaware of how big the step was for me personally, that at the time I didn't know really how to handle it. And I never really vocalized that. And I'm very close with my family. And if they're listening, which I know they will, they'll eat this up. But I think inside I was terrified of leaving them. I was fearful of the unknown. And despite being excited, obviously, about going to college, I was so scared. And I had never been far from my family before. And so this guy at the time, he struggled with his own mental health and his stressors. And like I said, he was in medical school overseas. I can't really remember him lifting me up during these times of sadness. I would try to rely on him, but I really couldn't because... It was always about him. And I can also remember thinking to myself how I did feel held back by this relationship. I would see my friends in college going off with these guys and I did want that for myself. And I actually have never voiced that before, but it was so hard at the time because we loved each other and I wanted to post it all over Instagram that we were in love. But in actuality, I did want to like be with other people. And that sounds really fucked up, but I'm just being honest. And I did not cheat on him. I think I just had a lot of internal confusion. So I was a kid and my poor friend, mainly my best friend who I went to school with, she didn't know what to do with me. I didn't know what to do with myself. She was consoling me all the time. But at that point, it was just like a disaster. And it was during summer B that I actually developed anxiety and depression. And in high school, I was so not that girl who experienced chronic sadness or unexplainable crying. I started being paranoid. I wouldn't go to any parties. I lost a shit ton of weight and I was just a shell of the happy girl that I used to be. So fast forward one to two years, I ended up breaking up with that guy after finally taking off my rose colored glasses with the help of many different people. And I was just doing my thing. And I started working at a sleepaway camp every summer during undergrad, which I mentioned earlier. And that was one of the best things I did for myself because to this day, I'm a diehard camp girl. And I actually started dating another guy who was a fucking disaster. And I clearly didn't learn from my mistakes, but that's for another episode. But my undergrad experience was very untraditional. And honestly, if I had to rate it, probably a four out of 10. It had its positives and I did make great friends and I did have some very good laughs. So I do have to say that, but it was just not good. And I started going to therapy too, which was very helpful. But I ended up transferring colleges and finishing undergrad at FAU And that's when I started working at this local juice bar in Boca. And my life took a very positive turn. And what's funny is when I started working there, I really hated it. And I would cry in the parking lot before every shift. I literally had to get there at like, say, we opened, the opening shift started at 6.30, but I would always get there early. And I can remember sitting in my car in the darkness in this parking garage, sobbing because I was fucking miserable. But I ended up liking it and... Later on, I I never even looked at the schedule when I was going to work. I didn't even care who I worked with because I loved everyone. and We had a really, really tight-knit team. And I ended up becoming really good friends with my general manager. And I became good friends with my coworkers. And life was just okay, you know? I was like, wow, I'm doing kind of good right now. So we fast forward, we experienced the pandemic, and now I'm in graduate school. And I thought I was on top of the world, guys. I was working at this juice bar. I had made so many friends. I was constantly going out and living it up at the bars. But here's the thing. I had no clue what real life was. I didn't know who I was. And I actually ended up becoming the general manager of this juice bar while I was in grad school. 
And I prioritized this job so much that school always without a doubt came second to me or even third because going out was probably tied with the job at this point in my life. So school was just like at the bottom of the totem pole of my responsibilities. And I loved to get drunk and go crazy and be tag, which stands for that easygoing girl, which I'm so not. I'm not chill literally at all. And luckily, I actually ended up meeting Rich during this time, kind of like the downfall of this time in my life. Like I was beginning to realize that this life is not sustainable. And I had this plan in my head that I would quit the juice bar when I graduated and I would land this amazing six-figure job as soon as I walked across the graduation stage. And I can literally remember envisioning like a daydream, a job literally landing in my lap after grad school. And I have this degree and it means I must make six figures by the next week. You know, like I didn't have any perception of like what it took to actually look for a job. And for a while I wanted to be a professor. And if my dad listens to this, I know what he's thinking. Johanna is incredibly indecisive and it's true. He has a point. Like I wanted to be a professor. I wanted to move to Austin. I wanted to move to Boston. And that's actually something that I've struggled with for years and I'm working on it now. But anyway, I was so focused on my juice bar job and I was in the honeymoon stage with Rich. I truly had no idea where I wanted to go career-wise. And as you can imagine, I walk across the stage, wave to my family in the crowd, and I didn't land a job because I didn't put any time or effort into applying for one. I was so comfortable in a negative way with where I was at in life and so fearful of the unknown. And I struggled with fear like this for years. I just didn't realize it. I didn't go after many things in my life out of fear. For example, I knew that becoming a licensed therapist would take a lot of time and money and supervision. And I was so scared of this that I completely pursued a different path academically. And despite not even enjoying the juice bar job anymore, I was so checked out because I was making a decent salary and comfortable again in a negative way. I just stayed there. So about two months after I graduate, I got a job working remotely as a copywriter for the social media marketing company. Now at the time, I was so excited that I got offered a new job. I didn't even think about money and I didn't ask any important questions. All I cared about was that I got a new job, okay? So I had no idea if I was gonna be making the same or more or less and I was just immature about it because I didn't think about anything. All I wanted was to leave the juice bar. So I dove headfirst into this new role blind. I didn't care about my dad's advice. I don't even think I asked Rich at the time. I just cold turkey quit my stable job without even asking this new company anything. And this time period from this copywriting job to now is where I mentally grew the most. And this remote copywriting job ended up being incredibly unideal for me. I was never paid on time. There was zero stability or structure. I was painfully bored. And Rich actually made a joke like two days ago. It was literally pre-unemployment. And I remember spending Yom Kippur at the park with my stepmom. And I was so unsettled about my job situation and totally lost on what to do. I was incredibly unfamiliar with looking for a job. And all I wanted to do was kickstart my career, but I had no idea where to start. I was very confused. And this job was definitely not where I needed or wanted to be. So I found myself really lost, you guys. I had my master's degree, but I was nowhere where I wanted to be. 
I didn't know left from right really when it came to what I even actually wanted to do. And I told myself I would walk across the stage and my life would be poof, figured out. And that's clearly not what happened. And thankfully, my family is very supportive and I have my friends and my partner. So I had a lot of support, but I was mentally not doing well. And I actually ended up trying to go back to the juice bar because I didn't want to work at the copywriting role and the juice bar was my safety net and I was comfortable negatively. And I'm not even going to go into that mess, but it didn't work out. So what happened? I didn't have a job. I was completely unemployed and I was a mess. And I remember sitting in my therapist's office and I was like, how did I even get to this point? And I want to talk about this because it was seriously the most transformational and important time of my life, even though it was the hardest. I was constantly a shark. I was on the go. I never stopped. I went straight from undergrad to grad school. I was working all of the time at the juice bar. I was going out all the time. And that's okay. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't. And that's pretty much the norm, right? But I never actually stopped to think about who I was as a person or who I wanted to become or what job I actually wanted. I was incredibly impulsive. I'm still indecisive to this day. And I was always focused on either the past, the future, and never address the present. I refused to live in the present. And that's something I still struggle with today. And I feel like my best friend who has been with me since literally my first anxiety attack ever, she would speak to that about me because even then, like her and I would go out to eat when we were freshmen in college and I would just cry about wanting to be 22 years old and I never ever could live comfortably in the present. So something that my cousin and I were talking about recently was the fact that I was so accustomed to school life and the structure of school and due dates that not having that and not having a job literally threw me over the edge. I was incredibly lost. And while I was obviously happy to be finished with school, I didn't even know what I really wanted to do post-school. And I was just constantly regretting choices that I made and I felt like I didn't set myself up. And the past was in the past and I couldn't change it, but I had a very difficult time accepting that. I was so full of regret. And in the two months that I was job searching, I was really trying to figure my personal shit out too. Like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I constantly living in the past? And I was crying all the time. And mine and Rich's one year anniversary actually comes to mind because I had a horrific mental breakdown that night. We were eating euros and because mine came open faced when I wanted it closed, it triggered the shit out of me. And I also had a mouthful of stress-induced canker sores. So I was really going through it. But I want to normalize these unsettling times full of confusion and feeling lost. And it is so okay to feel this way. And I think at the time I felt like I had to mask what I was feeling. And, you know, obviously I was looking for a job and most people close to me knew that. But I think... It is okay to be a shark and it's okay that I was on the go all the time. But then when I stopped and I didn't have a job and I didn't, I wasn't doing anything except for job searching and sitting on my computer all day, I was hit with this realization of, I was like, literally, I was just forced to be 
still. It's okay to be a shark, but it's important to be aware that pausing to breathe and breaks are so important and taking advantage of the slow moments. I actually had a friend talk to me about this the other day about how she didn't take advantage of the time during COVID where she could just slow down. And that is exactly what I'm talking about. Do what you need to do to be happy. And some people like to be on the go all the time and be a shark, but set yourself up for success. Give yourself that time to breathe and focus on you. And I think another point is you can have the job, you can have a boyfriend, you can have the friends, you can have the Instagram clout, you can have it all. And you can still experience feelings of loneliness and emptiness and feeling lost as shit. I have an amazing boyfriend. We have this beautiful apartment, but I still was feeling so upset and sad all the time because I, me, Joe, I wasn't okay. And it's during these tough moments post-graduation, working that copywriting job that was barely a job and then having no job, that I grew the most because without a job and without school, it was just me. I had to sit with myself and be with myself. And to connect this with my undergrad part of this podcast episode, I was always running away from myself. I thought the problem was always my environment or I had a toxic ex-boyfriend, or where I went to college wasn't good for me. And, you know, I'm really not a Swifty, but it's me. Hi, the problem was literally me. And problem isn't a very nice word, and it's not very gentle, but it's true. I was never okay with being with myself or my thoughts or even sometimes my body. And I can't, I cannot stress this enough. Looking for a job is seriously one of the most stressful things in the world, and it is incredibly disheartening and discouraging sometimes. During that time period, I'm so grateful to have had Rich as a support system and someone to lean on and truly like my hype man, because when I joined LinkedIn, and again, it's an amazing platform and resource, um, I felt like I applied to hundreds of jobs, but I really resonate with those posts about having limited experience but needing five plus years to get what's considered an entry-level position. Like according to LinkedIn, I had next to zero experience and it was so tough. And I'm very, very grateful because I ended up connecting with my now friend Kira and she works for the company now that we now work at, or I work at, she worked there before me. And she'll actually be on the podcast later in the year. So shout out to Kira because I freaking love her. But she got me in the door of where we work now. And again, I'm so, so grateful for that. And I'm still navigating a nine to five corporate position, of course, and I feel nervous as fuck because I want to excel and I want to be great, but I'm way more understanding of what my goals are personally and professionally. And I know who I am and I know what type of friend and partner and daughter and sister I want to be literally because of that time in my life where I didn't have a job and I had to be still where it was me versus me. To wrap up this episode, I want to thank you guys for listening. And I really do hope that there was something in my story that you can relate to. And if there wasn't, I'm super sorry for the hella trauma dump and better luck next time. But I love you guys and thank you for listening. And I'm super excited for episode two. Thank you.